radishes. Darren, are you singing or are these loud ass f***ing birds outside of my room singing? I mean, I don't think Do that anyone it? at home, I don't think anyone at home will be able to listen. Let, let me just be silent for three seconds. Here, let me move my mic closer to the window. You, you have <laughs> hear to, this? Like, you have to be, you have to listen really closely. Like, when you're talking, I can't hear it. But basically, John is in his house yeah. right now. And with windows closed. We stopped recording to do this for a minute. And he was like, do you hear these <laughs> fucking cardinals outside? And I was like, wait. I really do. And he goes, that's with the window closed. Yeah. So, you know. So, welcome to spring. Um, it's also, like, still spring daylight out. Spring has sprung. It's after work hours, and it's still daylight, and I'm, like, spooked a little bit. Oh, you're um, spooked. I'm spooked oh, that spooked. it's this time of the night, and there's still some daylight. It's crazy. Um, I'm ready for spring. I just wanted to come here and make a, an official statement. Allergy season has arrived. I so far, well, listen, I had a sinus infection for most of February, so I'm just trying to, like, have a normal life. But so you're just back now. So I'm just trying to get through the year, frankly. But um, Fair. Yeah. Fair. But, yeah, I'm, I'm here, and I'm ready for spring up here in the Northeast. I would like to see some leaves soon. Speaking of the singing birds, I just want to mention I have this amazing app. If you don't, if you live in an area where you like to bird watch, which has become a thing I like since the pandemic, there's an app called Merlin Bird ID, and it's from the Cornell University like um, bird division. You can oh, download yes, of the bird of division. Yes, you know the bird division. The bird division. Of no, Cornell. everyone's heard of that. Of Cornell. That's right. <laughs> if you haven't, you're an idiot. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> I feel like I can go out on a limb and definitively call you an idiot. It's essentially the perfect app for bird watching. And it has a feature called Bird Sound ID. And you can press record. It will listen to your surroundings and identify the birds that are singing. Oh, that's cool. That's that really is really cool. cool. So uh, these loud ass birds that will not shut the f- up are actually northern cardinals. I, I'm learned. laughing because I read the New Yorker every week and there's a cartoon in this week's New Yorker and it's like a couple, a girl and a guy, and they're clearly in a park and the guy has like, you know, he's, he's got like one pair of binoculars and then like two feet to his right is this guy with sure. like, you know, nine different binoculars and cameras and the caption is like, I feel like it's a really slippery slope to being a bird watcher <laughs> to being that guy. And I was like, yeah, That's, like yeah. that is that guy. Like it's I totally true. get that. It's um, true. But, you know, it is kind of nice. I feel kind of energized because usually when we record, I record in the same place. And it's just always dark when we record. But recently, yeah. uh, because of daylight saving time, obviously, it, it's, it's a little bit. It's not as pitch black as it always I was. I love it. Yeah. It's not as pitch black. But here's the thing. Congress, uh, yesterday, yeah. two days ago, something, this week. Specifically the Senate, we should say. Yeah, specifically the Senate. Officially voted unanimously as far as i know was it unanimous uh, i didn't know i that. think it was unanimous or at least like high majority uh to officially yeah. end daylight saving time and first off that's daylight saving time not daylight savings times i don't like when people say it wrong um mm, good point you know, you know but also do you know why it was originally established it didn't have something to do with like farming and like making sure the farmers could be outside longer or something so that's Actually, one of the reasons was after World War, I think it was after World War II, it was a chance to conserve energy. And people thought if they had an hour more of daylight at night, they wouldn't be at oh, home yeah. consuming energy because that's what we needed during war times. And so it really was established 
kind of haphazardly for a certain reason at a certain time, but there yeah. really is no reason why we have it. Like, it kind of fucks everything up twice a year. And, like, granted, there's something good about it and kind of something bad about it. But, yeah, um, there is. So they voted to get rid of it. And so I'm curious to see, like, Whenever it happens now at this time of year, it always signals to me like, oh, spring is happening. The Cardinals are out. Spring is happening. And if I don't have that. At 7 p.m. I'm just curious. In fact, let me just close my blind for a I was just going to say, you're getting a lot of daylight right now as we're sitting here on the Zoom. Um, Yeah, I'm like, you know what? I will say this. I'm all for more sunlight. You know me and my seasonal affect disorder. November to March are the hardest months of the year for me, mentally, physically, spiritually, sexually, however you want to put it. Nothing about you as sexual, John. And, um, you know, for me, it almost, I will say this, in the fall when we uh, fall back an hour, it's almost worth it to get that extra hour of sleep. To deal with all this all through the year and then have one extra hour of sleep in the fall, ooh, I just, mm. I love that the, that morning when you wake up and you're like so refreshed and you have the morning or, to go. Or in this case, when it's 7 p.m. and it's still a little light out, like you still can <laughs> feel right. like, oh, it's not pitch black. Like it's not 10 p.m. Yeah. at night. Like I know, that feels yeah. really good. Um, One last. Okay. Oh, sorry. Go yeah. ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I just gonna, I just want to point this out because I do feel like people may not know this, and this isn't a read. This isn't shade, but no pun intended with the shade. I mm-hmm. feel like a lot of people don't realize that the sun doesn't do the exact same thing every single day of the year. What do you like, mean? Like, you know how the sun sets at uh, around four o'clock in the winter? Yeah. That's not because of daylight savings time. That's because the earth is literally rotating away from the sun in the winter. Right, it's all about the Yeah, you and I know and this. I'm just saying, yes. like, I, I have had conversations. We're on conversations. an axis and we're more in the yes. dark in the winter, yes. Thank you. There are people, I've had conversations with people that don't realize that or haven't understood that. And so I'm worried that people think that, actually, I think the bill is to sustain daylight saving because that is technically what we would be doing is staying in this current mode. I think people think that, like, that means it's going to be sunny year round. And like, no, the earth still will be wobbling the way it wobbles. Yeah. I'm not even okay. sure people will like even really notice. Like I could see this being kind of like you a big what? thing. Yeah. And then everyone's gonna be like, Oh yeah. Daylight saving time. Yeah. Right. Like they, like in, you know, like at the end of June, early July, when the sun is setting at nine thirty PM Eastern time, that's not because of daylight savings time, <laughs> saving time. I just want to make sure everyone's aware of that. I don't know. Sometimes when it comes to science and what we've learned as kids, there's no shade, just just yeah. throwing it out there, you know. Well, speaking of definitely things that are shady, I often <laughs> so I came onto this podcast today, and That's John right. was like, "Oh, you have lipstick on," which I do, and I which never I normally have lipstick. Yes, you do love it. It was the first thing you noticed that I don't normally have it, and you I was like, "Oh, I just it. interviewed. I just had my People TV reality check show, which airs four That's days right. a week at four thirty at PeopleTV.com, and I interviewed The Bachelor and his." Um, now girlfriend Susie. And I don't, you know, we don't talk a lot about reality TV on the show, although it is my other kind of like, it's true crime Love. and reality TV. And a lot of times <laughs> that actually coalesces. Like there's a lot of overlap, yeah. especially now between that. But I got mad at John because I feel like he only knows 35 to 50% of me. He doesn't know all of me because John refuses to participate in the television game 
in the way that I need him to. And so John and I, before we started recording, made a mm-hmm. little, um, a little, a, a little pact that mm-hmm. John. We're going to put this to, I think we should put it on our Facebook and our Patreon like we did last time because I want to see the varying answers. But basically, uh, we're going to put it up right after this recording. I'm going to give you five shows that I want you to watch reality-wise. And I want the fans, I want the the listeners to determine which of those five shows you must get into. And in turn, as a... As a tit for tat with John, I have agreed to get into one Marvel show and yes. or movie and or movie because I will watch a movie. Well, which listen, I know a movie's it takes up less hours. time. Yeah, I know it takes up now. less time, but it's you're a busy so businesswoman. Um, just so boring. Um, so I have agreed <laughs> to do this, and you do that. So I have a few shows that okay. I really want John to watch, and I want people to kind of vote on it. He can. Well, watch do you have them available now? Big Brother over the summer. Some of these aren't happening for a little okay. bit, so okay, this might take a while. Though. We have Big Brother, which airs in the summer, which gives you okay. plenty of time. Now, this one is a to full prepare. commitment to prepare, and it's three days a week. Uh, excuse Morning, me. Pe- if I'm going to be watching something for three days a week, three days a week, I don't do anything three days a week, um, let alone watch you television. Don't pee you're not watching. You don't, you're not you don't watching. Three days a week. You're not watching one Marvel show movie. Okay. Well, these. I, I'm will. I'm willing to. I'm just. These are what the fans are going to vote on. Okay? okay. Big Brother, keep going. What else? If you're not going to give here? the listeners what they want, John, then get the fuck. <laughs> oh off my this podcast, god! Don't right? even try to snake your way out of this. I'm but snaking. Keep going. Okay. Big Brother. Big Brother, very key. The new season of Bachelorette, which will also oh air in May, and has just announced that they have two Bachelorettes. So this oh will be interesting. <laughs> keep going. So okay. The challenge. Which I don't okay, know I like when. The challenge. Okay, so maybe the challenge, and we've that talked about this one. with our friend Dan um, on That's his right. podcast, TV BFFs. We've yes, talked about the subscribe. challenge before. Mm-hmm. So those are my top three. The other two that I could, I, I'm okay with you not necessarily <laughs> watching that you could binge at any given time. Yeah. I'm going to say Love Island, which is also this summer and a big, big commitment. So Love Island. How many is the days next a week one. is this show? It's five. But not an option. Keep going. Here we go. In the summer, you want me to sit in front of a TV five days a week. Well, or the immediate. You don't watch RuPaul's Drag Race, do you? Not really. Is that the last one that you're well, going, it's to going to be? But we're in the middle of the season right now, so I feel okay. like I need to choose yeah. a reality show that we're not in the middle of that you can sure. like maybe sure. get into it okay so survivor just started too and i don't even understand that show so i would be fine if you (laughs) did or didn't but what about and this is when Mm -hmm. i just binged f boy island now we're talking okay of course my home my hometown f boy island and keep in mind there's only been now two episodes out of survivor so if it's unanimous for survivor you can catch up and you have to do okay So we have Big Brother, Bachelorette, The Challenge, Love Island, Survivor, or F-Boy Island. And the fans are going to pick both on Patreon and our Facebook group. If you're in both, you can vote twice, whatever. I'm not policing Either the next season, the upcoming season, the next season, which gives us a little time. And or F-Boy Island is already out, so you could binge that at any time if that's the choice. And or Survivor, which is currently on air. So you guys decide. And then... For your Marvel, I know you seem very happy. And then for your Marvel, yeah, yeah. you can yes. just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we're speaking Marvel. Okay, here are your okay. options. 
Okay, you can watch one. You can watch WandaVision because you have an interest in Elizabeth Olsen for reasons that we should maybe mention on another show. <laughs> um, or, okay, you know what would be funny? I'm going to add Loki because you have no idea who or what he is, yeah. what he's about. And I Isn't think it, it might a be... fictional a- animal? <laughs> is it an animal? Is that the blue thing? Sure. Yeah. Uh, let's go with that. Sure. With the ears? Okay, cool. Yeah, let's go with that. Or oh my God, I'm really gonna, ex- I know what you're going to say. No, I have what? I know what you're gonna say. You're gonna. Guess. I, I'm, it's that one with the M. It's um. Ms. Marvel. No, it's um. No, Miss Marvel. I didn't even know what that one was. Okay, well, it's that's the one with Baby option. Yoda. What's the one with Baby Yoda? Oh, oh, uh, the Mandalorian. Mandalorian. <laughs> that's Star that's... Wars, technically, but yes. I mean. Oh, should we add that? Maybe the man. Okay, let's add Mandalorian on here because I think you might. Let's, let me say this about Mandalorian. I'm not a big Star Wars fan, and I started that show, and I loved it. So that would be one that you may like. The last one, so I'm going to add Ms. Marvel, which you will have no clue about. Uh, I don't and then I'm going to add, and that starts June 8th, Ms. Marvel, so that's coming up. Give me so, time. And then I'm, okay. Can I give you time? The other one I'm going to add is Moon Knight. Is, which I've is, never heard of that. Moon Knight is played by Oscar Isaac. It's a very kind of like... It's a popular Marvel Comics character, but it's kind of been in the background for a long time. It looks really good. It's about this guy and his split personalities, and it's getting really interesting reviews and leaks from the show. Oh, not Might leaks. be your cup it's of tea. A fictional character. Oh, no. I know. I know. Can you believe that? Oh, my God. This oh, one I made is weird, breath. though, because th- uh, two of these shows aren't even out yet. So I don't know. I don't know if I'm just going to assign But mine, mine aren't out yeah. yet. Like, if we have a clear second winner... Then I'll watch yeah. both because you're not just getting away with watching one reality show. You have to watch. <laughs> and I encourage our listeners every week to watch along because, you know, I'm going to be questioning. I'm going to be like, I need live updates from John yeah. about this. You no, know what I, I know. Mean? We're so- going to be updating. All right. Well, we'll put we'll pose both of these separately over the next couple days so that people aren't overwhelmed. We're going to try to figure out what shows we're going to watch. I'm really hoping F-Boy Island feels like my vibe. What show would you of these? Which ones intrigues you the most right now? to watch I mean if, if I one. had to pick one for you to watch with me it's going to be the challenge because I the challenge. genuinely I love it's the like, challenge I've loved the challenge in the and past and you know like the story the like you yeah. know when it was on when we were kids you know the real yeah. world like I feel like it'd oh, be yeah. the one you'd be the most invested in because I'm thinking yeah. even now you'd probably recognize some of the people for sure yeah I do I've watched it in recent years so all right, well, guys, keep an eye out on our Facebook page, on our Patreon. We're going to figure out what shows we're going to force each other to watch and then talk about like we're actually friends. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah. One last thing here. We, we're going to we have a couple other things we want to mention, but I'm sure, Darren, you saw the Adnan Syed news in recent Absolutely. Days. And I got a lot of D, uh, DMs about mm-hmm. it, which has been great. Um, and so they're kind of like, I don't want to say reopened, but they're... DNA testing some items that had never been tested before. Which was your which first like, reaction what? like mine, which is like, wait, what? There were items that weren't ever tested? Yeah, but like how many times have we said and how many times it was like, I know. regardless of his guilt, the guy didn't get a fair fucking trial. So like even, um, even the Gutierrez woman who defended him who then later yeah. passed away. So we're not even going to get like the full picture there. Like... She was horrible as his lawyer. Again, so and this was did, one of those things that she probably should have had tested, right? Like that's my guess. Or forced upon it. So the fact that this hasn't been tested yet, it just feels like if these people are getting off on a technicality, I mean, why is he mm-hmm. not getting off on a technicality? There's a, a lot of technicalities here, right? You know. 
And I think it was, I should have pulled up the article, but I think it's actually like belongings from Heyman Lee. So, you know, if there's DNA on there that matches somebody who's sitting in prison that she had no, or I'm sorry, who has been convicted of some sort of sexual abuse in the past and has no connection to her, I think there's going to be a big break in this case. And Rabia Chaudhry, our friend who um, we've been in touch with for many years, Darren, she was on your show Betrayal recently, uh, last year. Um, has spoken very clearly about everything on social media. So go check out her social media if you want more answers. I loved one of her posts that was like, warning for the killer, we're coming to find you. Like as soon as this DNA testing happens. um, Yeah, so I just hope, I, regardless of any of the outcome, I just hope that there's peace for him and Lee's, you know, family and justice, you know, all around. Yeah, and that's really the important thing because obviously I think, Adnan deserves the right of due process. He's still a human For being. Sure, and of course. Guilt, whether or not he actually did do the thing or not, he still deserves that. But truth of the matter is, at the end of the day, like it is about Heyman's legacy and, and yeah. solving that crime. And we often talk about like, you know, police will just be like, all right, you know, done with yeah. that. Like now moving on. And they don't really care about the case as opposed to catching the right person. They only care right. about their numbers. So I think My th- we'll see with this. We'll see with this. Yeah. My thing about this is like, if you think that Adnan Syed was guilty based on the trial and the information we do know from Serial and from um, Rabia's podcast, Undisclosed, which, by the way, you have to listen to. There are things in Serial that they changed or I don't want to say manipulated, but just the story served a different purpose. Rabia explained and her colleagues at Undisclosed explained so many of those details that Rabia claims they got wrong completely and uh, including evidence and details that were never even mentioned on Cyril. So if you are a big fan of Cyril or you think you have a strong opinion one way or the other about Cyril, please go listen to to Undisclosed because you're going to get a bigger, more accurate picture there for sure. So kind of in the same vein of that, and and obviously we'll report back as we get more information at Adnan Sayed. I'm sure everyone's going to kind of be on the top of this, but... Kind of in the same vein of that, I read The Atlantic every month, and I really love that magazine. I think that they just have really good editorial. I think that it's not as overly biased as I find some other publications to be. Like when I'm reading New York Mag, I know I'm getting a liberal magazine. But Atlantic, if anything, it seems to err on the side of conservatism sometimes. Very, very liberal, but has conservative ways about it. And so that's one of the reasons I I like it. And they'll do, you know, they'll do think pieces about like, you know, the, uh, like the quantity and quality of happiness. So it's not always political, which I like. And that's cool. in this, yeah. in this month's Atlantic, uh, the April issue. So it just, it just released. Um, there's an amazing article out there, um, about this guy, David Neil Cox. And for those people who don't know David Neil Cox, he was recently executed, um, in Mississippi in, it was the first execution in the state since 2012. And he essentially killed his estranged wife and raped and sexually assaulted their daughter uh, in front of her and has actually killed other people. But oh this God. piece, uh, this piece was essentially this woman who was speaking about David Neil Cox and he advocated for his death, thinks that he should be put to death. He was on the de- he was on death row. And a lot of times with prisoners, as they're on death row, when they're trying to solve other cases, they give little hints that they might be involved in other murders in order to put a stay in their execution date in order to stop it. So that way they continue mm. to get more information. So people, prisoners 
tend to use information as their own self-defense and as their own kind of weapon, if you will, in order to keep them off of death row. You know, like, I'll tell you where Heyman Lee is, but you're never going to know that unless you not, you know, you don't kill me. But this guy wasn't doing that. In fact, he actually refused to even, they caught him, obviously, in, in coming forth with, uh, with with some of these killings but one of these one of these people's mothers his uh i think his wife's his ex-wife's uh, well his his dead wife's uh sister um their daughter so his niece i believe that it was she really wanted answers of where her mom went and david neil cox refused to answer and the reason that he refused to answer was because he didn't want to give the authorities any information about where she was because they he wanted to die so he wanted to make sure that his execution date was not going to be pushed. My so God. eventually, eventually, once his execution date was set, which happened in November, uh, he did give the information and he did he did let thank um, God the authorities did find that body and they, he did admit to killing her. And so that woman got Felicia Cox. She did get um, some sort of closure with justice, that. So if nothing there else. There is there is something there, but it was a really interesting piece. As someone who doesn't obviously believe in the death penalty. Here's a person saying that he wants to be killed, that he, and to some extent, I still, I, I, I back up my statement because he was such a horrible person and they do go into his life. His father had abandoned them. His father had sexually abused his uh, sisters. You know, the mother was often very poor, working many, many jobs. They lived in like kind of this shack house with this hole in the in the roof and so he he grew up very you know he said he got into drugs and into meth in order to not be such a loner and so angry as a kid and so it's kind of one of those things where of course he was going to grow up to be this bad guy this horrible I think is is really bad but very interesting piece about death penalty in general who we're putting to death yeah. and also like a really interesting case of someone who wants it and for me I'm reading this and I'm thinking to myself like what a horrible guy if anyone deserves to die it's this guy but we're sort of letting him control his own narrative with that like good point yeah you know like we're letting him kind of decide when he and I I I do believe we should decide when we want to die which is what's so what's so eerie because I do believe in assisted suicide I do believe if you want to die you should have the right to control it's my body my choice but in mm-hmm. this way, when you do something horrible, I think that you have to forfeit your right to giving yourself peace first over other people. And I almost so think would it, you say you're for it then in this in this scenario for the I, death I, I wouldn't necessarily say I'm for it. The family members that came out about it did say that they want him to pass, like they want him to be executed. And so I don't think it was just a matter of him wanting it. I think everyone kind of wanted it, and to some extent, like I can appreciate the peace that it brings. I still am against it because I think that once you, there's no like exceptions to any sort of rule. Like I think it should either be all or none. And we're kind of like one of the only like first world countries to still have that. And I think that's a tall tale sign, but in a weird way, it was like, no, this guy deserves to fucking suffer in prison for what he did. Like this guy is horrible, like the worst of the worst. And I think that he shouldn't have been put to death, of course, but it did bring a little peace to these people and so it was an interesting intellectual article and i recommend yeah um i recommend everyone reading it it was in the atlantic it should be out online right now if you don't subscribe it's a scary conversation because it's like you know you're kind of saying who's in charge of of someone's 
state sanctioned death? Is it him? Is it the government? Is it the family? There's a lot of sort of and, you know, conversations to be had. And especially as a woman, I don't think that the government should tell me what I can put in my body. I don't, you know, I believe in, yeah. I believe in drug use and just like abortion. Like I, I, I believe I get to decide that as long as I'm not harming anyone else. The government should not tell me what I can and can't do with my body. Like it cannot, for sure. you yeah. know, like, so no, yeah. I, I don't believe in that. But it brought up an interesting point as I'm reading this article and there's no, not a lot of pictures or whatever, but as I'm reading this article, when I, when we, you and I are talking about a crime or you listen to a crime on the radio, on a podcast, on TV, and there's no pictures, the first thing I do is I immediately have to know what these people look like. Do you do that? <laughs> No, but I know what you're saying because I do start, especially with podcasts, obviously visuals on TV are different, but when I'm listening to podcasts, I definitely create a theater of the mind situation where I'm visualizing what I'm hearing for sure. But no, I wouldn't say I typically go look for what they look like. I do. I have noticed that you do that though. I do that a lot. And it also checks me on any internal biases I may have about people like, oh, are they you know, it's a good well point. educated yeah. from the Northeast, you know, like, or right. this and that. And I will say, I looked up David Neil Cox and I was, after reading this article, it surprised me what he looked like. Like, and I don't know why. And I don't know what I was expecting, but I was like, was I expecting this, I don't know, like toothless meth head? And I'm not oh. saying he's he's an attractive guy or anything like that. You know, he... He looks terrible, but he also kind of looks like, like yeah, if you I look up David Neil Cox right now, like, I don't yeah. know. I just, that's not what I expected. Like this skinny hmm. fucking dude is just not what I expected from this guy. Maybe it's the three names or things. It's the three names, names has though, this right? like air of like respect, you know, or, or, or I sort of expect this like whatever. big, like crime boss guy that looks intimidating. Oh, okay. Do you know what, what I saying. mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. And I'm often like thrown off with a lot of these things. Like if, like if you hear about um, like even take um, the Golden State Killer, you know, right. like Wait. Yeah. What, uh, the image that we all had, in, at least for me, I don't want to speak for everyone. The image I had in my mind of who the Golden State Killer was, was not the guy. Well, that he was in that my mind. He ended up getting Joseph D'Angelo. Yes. Yeah. Well, the image I had in my mind, just because I had I had learned about this all at once, was the police sketch. Remember, they had like a sketch of his face. So like, I'd always had this creepy. skinny little blonde creep guy in my head. Right. And like, yeah, of course, it's been decades later. So now he's like a and kind old. of thicker, older man, you know. So it, it would make sense that that's what he looks like. But yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah, it is yeah. interesting. Um. Do you got a text from your mom this week? Speaking of scary things. I'm getting things, it. I'm getting it. You got, okay. Darren my te- mom, Darren's my mom should know me. better. And I'm saying that yeah. right now. My mom should know better. And she knew exactly She's what probably she was listening. doing. Yeah. My mom woke up and just and chose violence. Okay. Because she texted me this story. <laughs> she texted me this story. She knows I'm going to say this. She texted me this okay. story. And you'll know exactly yeah. where I'm coming from. Out of oh, nowhere. God. Okay. Nowhere. Okay. Not, com- not conversing with my mom. Did you see the story about the giant spiders that are coming to the East Coast this spring? Where do you plan to hide from my mom? <laughs> and I go, no, what? Send to me. And she goes, well, it's been on the news, but I'll send you an article. I go, oh, my God. Mom, my friend Aaron just told me they make parachutes out of <gasps> their webs. Parach- I just got chills. Thank you. I just got chills. I'm not kidding. And they go, my mom, my, then my mom goes, the good news, they're harmless. The bad news, they're huge. Dropping from the sky! Exclamation point. I go, Okay, speaking no. of death penalty, all of these spiders, 
done. Executed. Except they're good because they kill mosquitoes and they are harmless. But I go, don't, no, mom. Don't bail them out. Don't bail them out. I argue with my mom. I go, no, mom. They're not harmless. And she goes, they are. I go, impossible. And she no. goes, check your email or turn on NBC. It's coming on. And I go, mom, I can't even look at the image of these things. I'll never <laughs> sleep. I'll never sleep. I remember like, I sent they're you. They're harmless. And I'm like, There's mom. Nothing. No. If they're causing me a panic, then that's harmful. I go, Mom, so, if I dumped a thousand cockroaches on you, would your first thought be, oh, they're harmless? My th- my thought would be, what the? <laughs> Here's Darren running from, from spiders. You'd hear like my, don't they have like a little girl scream on there? I'm like, ah, like that's um, me. No, I have that on my phone. So not this one. But yeah, she would be that's, screaming. Well, the, Wait, they may- do I? Hold on. What's this one? I think this one might be. Okay. (laughs) That's the exact opposite of what happened when my mom texted me about the giant spiders. You didn't start a parade. And then she sent me the article. And of course, I clicked on it. And of course, the first thing I picked was the fucking picture. And they're like as big as your hand. And they make parachutes out of their webs. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did you just say they're as big as your fucking... I'm sorry. Big as your fucking hand? Yes, John. Your hand? What John, is this, Australia? Go right, now, go right now and say parachute. No, I'm not going to. Drop I'm not going spiders. because I won't sleep. Well, I'm giving my mom your cell phone. So my mom can equally harass That's you. That's fine. And my mom Actually, could pleasure. you do that? I would love to talk to her. <laughs> that would be she great. She was like, they're harmless. And I was like, are you kidding me? I was like, I that's not what we say be- about fucking cockroaches. Like, they're gross. <laughs> no. Which are actually harmless, I feel like. Um... Danny Pellegrino, his book, I don't know if you remember me talking about it last week, How Do I Unremember This, this? which is out now. The first uh, chapter of his book is about him staying the night at his friend's house and the highlight of his time. um, By the way, Darren, yeah, I'm reading, so don't be shocked. Um, It's not an audio book? (laughs) It is an audio book, but I have the actual book here. But him staying at his friend's house, and there's like this really funny story, but like, the main motivation for him every time he would stay at his friend's house was waking up earlier than all of his friends and like having breakfast with their moms. It is so funny. And it's like, I, I want to do that Danny. with your mom. I know. Isn't he just the best? My mom loves breakfast. That's like her favorite. Perfect. It's funny because I never eat breakfast, but my mom is like a breakfast aficionado. Like oh, really? my mom, like every time we go on vacation, like my mom loves a breakfast and then I go downstairs and we get the New York times. My mom definitely loves it. Mm-hmm. But you know what? You know what my mom's not going to enjoy this summer when these spiders come? Her breakfast. What? Because Her it's going to be infiltrated with parachuting spiders. Well, she may also not enjoy her daughter because I don't even see you traveling if there's parachuting spiders. Like, what if there's one on the train? It's funny because I've been, like, talking to Nadine about, like, being my coastal and, like, spending a little bit more time in L.A. And I'm, like, I'm very anti that. Like, I just don't like L.A. And, you know, I'm just such a New Yorker. So I, yeah. I yell across the apartment. I was like, babe. Giant spiders are coming to the East Coast. And she was like, move to LA. And I was like, I may. (laughs) I go, I actually might now. I'm changing my mind. And I was like, but there better not be any spiders in LA. I was like, the moment I see one spider, I'm not moving to LA either. And Nadine was like, well, I can't promise that. And I was like, then I'm not moving. Uh, Can I tell you one quick story? I know we're running long. In college... I woke up. Okay, so I had a bed. It wasn't like on the floor, but it was like, I don't know. It was just like a really low bed. That, that It's for another time. Ow, ow. Really low bed to the point where 
the outlets in the wall were like kind of next to me. I don't, I don't know. It's a very strange thing, but no, I, I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Okay, because I don't like know why twin they, beds in college are always very low to the ground. Maybe they were twin. Maybe it was a twin. Yeah, I don't know. It was like super low to the ground. But anyway, I will never forget one day. You know when you're like you're waking up, and like maybe your eyes are adjusting, and like maybe the hoodie on the coat rack looks like a person. You know what I'm talking about? Like of you're course. you're disillusioned. You're disassociated like, from the reality. At? What yeah. are you looking at? Because you're asleep. I will never forget waking up and my eyes are like coming to and I'm looking direct. I'm like looking directly at one of those outlets. I'm like, that outlet looks really weird. What is that? Clear. Open my eyes. Blink, blink, blink. A giant wood spider the size of a fist. They're like, is, they're like hairy. Is They're like hairy and like, yeah, it's a whole thing. Right next to the outlet. I would say less than three inches from my face as I'm sleeping. I drop out of college. I, I dropped out of college. I ran home literally with my own two legs. That's it. Um, that's all that can and be. It was and just, the, and yeah. this is the tough thing because I know, like my brother's one of those people that like he takes the spider in a little cup and sets it and, you know, gives it a little mm-hmm. house and sets it outside and gives it a little drink and sends it on a merry way. Like Not a drink. Not a drink. Uh, my brother is just very kind to these things. Well, and I, I wanna... am not. But here's the thing. Here's the problem with what you're talking about right now. If you step on the spider because you think you're killing it and it's million babies that are on its and back stop. go spreading... Stop. You've just created a million more problems for yourself. That is why I always scoop up the spider and toss it. Because if I see even one, let alone a million, start crawling, I am burning. Let me be very clear about this. I am burning the entire building down. I don't care what building it is. Imagine if I saw a spider like on a plane. Like uh, like people would be like, <sighs> oh my God, you're a fucking nightmare. And I'd be like, yes, I am a nightmare. I am a nightmare. <laughs> I don't get, I can't get the chutzpah <laughs> to pick up the spider. I know. Well, that's where you might have to do a spray. And do you every have like time a sp- There's probably a spray. A c- girl, I got sprays. Okay, I've got armor. Like, we're in the walking dead here, people. Like, I have a oh, full God. body suit. And you my mom sometimes looks at meal. me. And, and, I, and I, I give it up to my mom because my mom would be like, you're 33 years old. Yeah, well, you know, like you're 33, and I'm like, yeah, and I know she means it as an insult. Like, I should feel embarrassed by this, but I can't. I just can't. Like, <laughs> she's shaming my, you into and loving. My spiders. mom shames me, and then like fucking puts it in front of my face on a text. So, mom, that's stop. a lot. That's it's a lot. a lot. It's a lot. I'll give I you my mom's posting, number though. She can bombard yes, you. Yes, I do want to talk. I want to do. I do want to have tea with her over the New York Times. Um, I do remember posting a photo of a spider on your Facebook, like when we had first become friends, and you made. It, the first thing I learned about you, you're Andy Cohen's assistant. I didn't know your last, even your last name at that point. Clearly. Um, and that you love or that you hate spiders. Like those were the things I knew about you for a long like, time. Well, speaking yeah. of that though, really quickly, and I know we have to wrap up, but I've been playing this yeah. Instagram game on my, on my uh, Instagram daily. And essentially, yeah, I think which is fun, object. by the way. It's like it's Wordle, fun, but-, but like Darren, it's like Dirtle. It's, you know? <laughs> it's Dirtle. Uh, But it's essentially like, what object am I thinking? And if you ask the right questions, it's really interesting to see how people think. And it's funny because some people just guess as opposed to asking questions, which is also hilarious. But so many people guess the things like they know me so well. They'll be like, a joint. 
Lizzo was like, scissors, a dildo. And I was like, really, people? Diet Coke. Right, like spider killer. I was like, wow, I need to vary what I tell to the public because clearly everyone just thinks that like... I'm a lesbian who hates spiders and loves who weed, loves which isn't pot. far yeah. off. But I was going to say that, sweetie, that is you. I mean, yeah, no, I know it's the same thing with me. And I love it because it's like, I love that people care, first of all. But like every David Archuleta news that breaks, I'm getting 10 DMs. Every Spice Girls announcement. I love it. And I, for you guys listening, I love it. It makes me feel connected to you. But I do think of the same way Darren just said, like, this is all they know about me. Like, I need to maybe share more of my life. I mean, everyone anyway. said, like, a blunt in weed. And I was like, okay, at least I'm, like, on point. <laughs> but anyway, the fact that you know I've that I'm your house. assistant I've... and hate spiders is exactly yeah. right to well, me. The, yeah. I got, I, it took me a little while to get your last name right. It was Carpenter in my head for a while. And then, yeah. I, I yeah. made For those who don't know, I made a, a digital project and put our names on it. And it said... John Thrasher and Darren Carpenter. And I wish I still had the email because I think you're like, dot, 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 honey. Like, that's not, why does it say Carpenter? Honey, that's not my last name. Do you think it was an NBC Uni email? I don't know. It had to be an email. It was, you should search for Car- Darren Carpenter. I really should. I'm going to look it in my email and see if I can find Do it. Because um, for some reason, it'd be harder on Gmail. Anyway. Anyway, we'll figure it out maybe for next week's episode. I do want to give a quick little plug as we wrap up this episode. I want to say congratulations to my friend Andrew Sims, a friend of ours, an old friend of mine. Maybe he was my boyfriend for a hot summer. I, uh, that's neither here nor there. Uh, um, Andrew just launched a new business for Patreon creators. So if you guys are oh. listening and you have an audience or you have um, and you're a creator of anything and you've been thinking about starting a Patreon, Andrew is extremely, extremely good at this and extremely successful with his own Patreons. He's had multiples. You can check him out on um, Instagram. Andrew on Patreon is his at and I'll put it in the show notes as well. Um, He just started a new business of consulting and I'm just really proud of him. It's like well, he's been consulting, but he started an online course and it's complete with like quizzes and check-ins and you can do a live calls with him. And he was very instrumental in helping us, yes. frankly, whenever we launched our Patreon with Shaken and Disturbed last year. And so I just felt like I had to give him a little bit of a shout out here and just say thank you for his help and congratulations. So check him out, Andrew on Patreon, if you are a creator. Yeah, definitely check it out because he was wildly helpful and, you know, it was helpful that he's just a nice guy. Dated him at one point because he was. Well, listen, that's neither here nor there, but I feel like I should disclose my personal relationships when it comes to business. Well, this was a long one. We haven't done an NMR this long in a while, but listen, I think we got a lot off our chest. Shout out to I'm calling your mom. We're getting tea. I don't know where you got tea. My mom doesn't drink tea. What's that? I don't know where you got tea from. Oh, I thought you said she likes to get up in the... Oh, breakfast. You said breakfast. Oh, God. Darren's chest. I forgot to tell you, I changed my name to Darren Carpenter without telling you. (laughs) I'm looking this up right now in my email. Darren Carpenter. We'll save it for next week's episode. People are like, get on with this damn show. You guys are talking too much. We'll see you guys next week. Tune in Sunday for a very interesting episode that takes place in the late 1800s. It's a a doozy. Yes, yeah. it is. See you next time. Bye. Bye.